Hi everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beauty and the Nurse. I'm your host, Kimberly Korn. I'm a registered nurse, and today we'll be talking about sleep and the importance of sleep and my bedtime recommendations. And of course, I named the episode Beauty, Sleep, and the Nurse. Hope you enjoy. Alright, so today I'll be talking about the importance of sleep. I used to think that, you know, in my 20s, now I'll be turning 30 next month, but when I was younger and in high school, I barely got any sleep just because of the crazy schedule. And then even in my 20s, in college, and in nursing school even, I was working really hard and kind of had the mentality, like, I'll sleep when I'm dead, you know, I'm you know, you kind of think you're invincible when you're that young. So now since I'm turning 30, I'm starting to think more about my overall health and well-being and sleep is something that I can always improve on. So that's why I'm doing this episode. Okay, so we all should be getting seven to nine hours every night. That's needed of uninterrupted sleep. So if you're somebody who like me, who has trouble falling asleep in the first place, I don't have trouble with staying asleep. But some people have trouble with staying to sleep, so I'll talk about that too. Um, So basically, I think that sleep isn't any less important than getting food and water or keeping yourself safe. Like, it's part of your life. It's something that you need. So... It gives your body the opportunity to recover and to heal, especially if you're very active during the day or after you exercise. Sleep is going to repair the cells and repair, you know, make repairments to your body and allow it to heal. So it's great for your immune system. Sleep um, helps you with staying focused throughout the day definitely if I didn't sleep I'm not concentrating and I'm not even like the best driver like not that I'm saying I'll get into any accidents but like your um your response times aren't as quick when you're not getting enough sleep and studies show that people who get enough sleep perform better at work and school than people who don't so that makes sense it's good for your brain needs to sleep your brain needs to recharge we can't go you know, all night without any sleep and expect to be fine. It might work for a couple days. You, Some people, you know, a lot of people who work in the healthcare industry or work in hospitals, they run on coffee and caffeine. Um, eventually, you're going to crash. So, um, So sleep is really important for you. And some things that happen when you don't get enough sleep, some side effects of sleep deficiency, if you're getting like four to five hours, some people boast that they can function on four hours of sleep a night. I don't really think that's even humanly possible. So here are some of the side effects. You have a short attention span. You have more clumsiness and, you know, increased chance of getting into an accident. Uh, poor work performance, like I said before, everyone knows that people get cranky when they didn't get enough sleep, so it causes anger and aggression. You can also get anxiety just because your body is trying to tell you something. Like you need 
you need sleep, so you'll feel anxious. You also get memory lapses. Um, You have difficulty making decisions. I've definitely felt that when I don't get enough sleep. And you tend to be more impulsive. And if you have ADHD, it definitely makes your symptoms worse. So I've always been a person that I've considered myself a night owl and not a morning person. Now at this stage of my life, I'm trying to turn that around because I think if I look at really successful people, you know, they're getting eight hours of sleep a night and then waking up really early and starting their day. And in the mornings, I just find, I just find that you can have a lot more me time and time for yourself to gather your thoughts and think about your day. But the root of doing that starts with starts the night before. So you have to set yourself up for that. So I've always had, you know, still sometimes I have struggle falling asleep. So um so I've come up with ways that, you know, I've done, you know, my own little online looking and research on ways that could help me fall asleep and so I could have a better day. So I've said before, I work three to 11 shifts and that's, you know, some nurses work three to 11. It's, um, you know, it's, it's ideal for someone who doesn't have kids. I don't have kids yet. So that's, you know, not an issue for me. Sometimes it disrupts my life a little bit. Like I, you know, can't go to certain dinners or like someone's birthday because I'm working. Um, so also when I come home at like 1130 or 12, or even later sometimes, um, I'm wide awake because I was just working and, you know, I'm not going to be falling asleep anytime soon unless I do these, my routine that I've gotten into. So, and when I don't do it, when I just like, don't feel like doing it and want to stay up and watch TV, like I'll do that, but then I'll pay for it the next day. So I get home from work or even if I'm not working, if it's like, let's say I'm not working and it's just a regular day. Um, I just mentioned the working part because that was the reason why I sought out all these bedtime routines and ways to fall asleep. But since, you know, you're listening to this, you're probably not coming home that late from work. Um, so I'll just make it like a day that I'm not working as an example. So what I recommend is putting phones and electronics away. I recommend nine. You can figure out your own time that works for you. Just the overstimulation of the phone, you get emails and then somebody texts you and then you start thinking about tomorrow and what you're going to do and then try to get that. You get caught up in this vicious cycle. So just out of sight, out of mind, put the phone away. When I sleep, I turn my phone, I turn the airplane mode on on my phone because I just don't like all that electromagnetic, I don't even know what it is, energy or radiation um, next to my body when I'm sleeping. You know, my phone's on all day. I'm already getting whatever kind of pollution it's emitting. So when I sleep, no one's going to call me. Um, You know, if they do, it can wait till morning. If you have kids or if you think, you know, there's some kind of emergency or something, 
you can leave it on. But that's just something that I do. Um, so the reason, another reason why the phone, putting away the phone is so important is because the phone screen, the lighting behind it is a blue light. And there's so many things that the blue light does to our brains that it's really not good for us. It, it, first of all, it decreases melatonin, which is a chemical that we naturally produce, but it's needed for sleep. So if you are looking at a bright light before bed, um, you're going to have trouble falling asleep. So what I put on my phone, even when I'm still on my phone, when I'm thinking about getting ready for bed, this, so this is before nine, um, I put it on night shift, which is a feature on the iPhone iOS. Um, I, it's, you could see it in your settings. I don't know if there's um, an equivalent for Android. There's probably an app, though. It takes away the blue light, so everything on your screen is kind of like a yellowy, warmish tone. It's definitely less blue light, and it's for, you know, it's called night shift because you got to tell your brain it's time to go to sleep. No more blue light, so I recommend that. You could put it on a schedule so it's automatic. Um, you can always turn it on even if it's before your scheduled time. I put it for 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. So, you know, there's no risk of me looking at a blue light even if I do, you know, look at my phone. Um, so I recommend that. And then another thing I do with the actual routine is, and it's like a therapeutic meditative routine. And this is like I kind of calm my mind and calm my body and a good way to do that is with tea. So I love drinking this bedtime tea. It has a lot of ingredients in it. Um, it's by a company called Yogi. I really like them because they, on their little, um, the paper that's, en- that's, that's at the end of the tea bag string has like a little quote that's really nice. And I just like, it's like looking at a fortune cookie. I don't know. I just like it. So this bedtime yogi tea has a ton of ingredients that helps calm you down and helps you fall asleep. So there's things like organic passion flower extract, valerian root extract. Valerian root you could also get as a supplement that helps you sleep. And then a blend of all these herbs like chamomile flower. I also have chamomile tea just to unwind even during the day. It doesn't make you sleepy, but it calms you down. So this has that just for a calming effect spearmint leaf skullcap leaf which i don't know too much about but obviously it helps with sleep sleep if it's in this tea cardamom cinnamon bark rose hip lavender is so soothing and has stevia for a little flavor so it has a, a citrusy orangey flavor and i just put it in i just brew it in i leave the bag in i don't even take the bag out because i i just want it to be a strong tea. So the warmth of the tea is also very relaxing. So I just sip that. Um, I take it to my bedside and I, you know, I'm already in bed. Um, but sometimes if that doesn't work, um, you can also do some bedtime yoga and you can look this up on YouTube. The one that I do is from Tara Style. She has a YouTube channel. She's a really big yogi. I just like her a lot because her voice is very calming and she's just, 
she's a good yoga instructor. So I, I follow her on YouTube. Um, and it's basically from your bed. There's some stretching and then there's setting the intention for sleep and just letting go and just some kind of movement that gets your body and your brain ready to go to sleep. If after you've done the tea, the no phone, if we're being honest, um, and if you did the yoga and you're still having trouble sleeping, I recommend meditating. Um, And if you need to use your phone for a guided meditation, that's okay. Just make sure it's on airplane mode or just Wi-Fi so you don't get any late night texts. Um, So there's some good guided meditations. I use one called Meditation Timer. Or, um, I'm sorry, it's called Insight Timer. And it's like thousands, it's like a library of thousands of meditations and guided meditations. And so I, I do that. Some of them are five minutes, some of them are two minutes, some of them are 20 minutes. You find one that, um, that's good for you. And there's even some meditations for sleep. You could search for that. And you can also read a book. And um, usually I read like my textbook, like my nursing textbook for my class. And that puts me right to sleep. Um, but just getting your mind off of your worries and anxieties and, and things you have to do tomorrow, um, that really helps. So reading a book, don't read like an adventure book that's gonna that's like a real page turner because um, then that'll keep you up and that's very stimulating. So I recommend like a little, you know, an article in a magazine that's, you know, not really about <clears throat> anything like too exciting, um, but that should help you because it tires out your eyes as well. And I've also heard of um, blinking a lot, like blinking your eyes really quickly. It also tires out your lids, so that'll make it easier. It makes your lids heavy. That'll make it easier to sleep. Okay, so now I want to talk about just some beauty stuff you can do, you know, um, just for your own self-care. So I I think... um, you have to take care of your skin and you have to wash your face before bed no matter what. Um, so I do have, I think my first episode of Beauty and the Nurse is about nighttime skincare, my nighttime skincare routine. Um, and you can simplify it as much as you want. You do what works for you. Definitely just wash your face and moisturize if that's all the time you have. Um, and you can also get really nice pajamas you want ones that are really soft on your skin and that are going to be comfortable Um, i have been lighting a lavender candle by my bed just um you know even when i meditate or do the yoga um it's a nice ambiance for the dim lighting with the candle and it smells really good and lavender is also very soothing. Um, if you want, you can get an oil diffuser, and I have lavender oil, so I put that in the diffuser too, and that's so helpful with just like aromatherapy is very helpful for relaxation. And if you're one of those people who needs to sleep in complete darkness, like me, um, even like the littlest light from that's coming from like 
the little light indicator on the TV. Um, <clears throat> after a while, my eyes will adjust and that'll be really bright. Um, I can leave a link in the show notes of the eye mask that I use. And it's an eye mask that I take on the plane with me when I travel um, because it's black. It completely blocks out light. And I got it when I was working night shifts. Um, so I could only sleep in the daytime and instead of getting really expensive shades, um, I got this eye mask. So what I like about it is that it's, um, it's cupped, so it doesn't go directly on your eye. So it's like, it gives you a little space on your eye. So I like that, um, because it's more comfortable for me that way at least. And, um, also if I'm on an airplane and use it or just taking a nap during the day, um, it won't ruin eye makeup and it won't, you know, leave a mark or anything. So I'll leave a link in the show notes. Something else I started doing is doing a little journaling exercise when I'm in bed just to write down things that I had accomplished that day. I don't like to think about tomorrow when I'm about to go to bed because then that causes anxiety and then you start making lists and then it turns into this whole big thing. So when you feel accomplished, you can your mind can rest easy. So I like to remind myself of whatever I got done that day and then also you can write things do like a little bit of gratitude exercise, write down things you're grateful for. And that's just a mental health thing. And so I think that also helps too. Now I want to talk a little bit about, um, this is for the people who have trouble falling back asleep and they wake up in the middle of the night, sometimes more than once. Um, Usually that would be to go to the bathroom. And I would recommend... Um, when you go, when you get up out of bed to turn on as little lights as possible. So if that means, um, getting one of those little plug-in night lights, um, that's really helpful. And, um, like if I have to go, cause I'm like always drinking tons of water and, and like whatever teas, um, or if you're, you know, full from your bedtime tea, um, I just try to like not even turn on any lights um and just you know just be in the because you're gonna don't like turn on every light on your way to the bathroom because you're just gonna wake up more so um another good way to fall back asleep is um to read go back to reading a book you can also go back to anything from the routine um You can also, um, some people recommend staying on your back, um, or whichever position you prefer. Don't just keep, just stay in one position. Don't keep tossing and turning. Um, so I recommend doing that, not trying to move around too much. Um, also don't eat anything. I know like some people go for a midnight snack but that's just like giving you energy so you're going to stay up a little bit and you definitely don't want to like sleep while digesting um so it could actually whatever you eat could actually end up waking you up later on in the night so I don't recommend that and um there's this thing called progressive relaxation too that's um it's 
basically like a mindfulness thing where you physically like tell the muscles in your body to relax like so one of the the um sleeping meditations that I listen to like she says like you know think about the your head think about the muscles in your head think about your forehead and the muscles in your forehead and like your eyebrows like it goes very like specific so that will definitely help you fall asleep um you know just telling your your body to relax those things and um it also sleep and waking up could have to do with the temperature um so the ideal temperature for sleep is between 65 and 72 degrees fahrenheit and if you're not from here that is 18.3 degrees Celsius to 22.2 degrees Celsius. Um, so your body associates a lower temperature with, uh, with sleep. It signals your, your body to go to sleep. So in the winter months, this might happen anyway. Um, but, um, but some people blast the heat. If it gets too hot, like I know for me, if it's too hot and I'm sweating, I'm having a nightmare for sure. So, um, you want to keep it like below 72 um and then you could also get some fresh air um you know you can open up a window um you can also I mean this is like way before going don't do this in the middle of the night if you wake up but before bed you could take a hot bath and just relax and that you know and um you know, a few hours before bed, so you have time to cool off. Um, and if you really want, some people like to sleep with a fan. They think the humming of the fan is really soothing too, and it also keeps you cool. Um, my fiance swears by this method he made up called the equilibrium method, where if you're too hot, you can stick one leg out of the blanket and one leg underneath, and it's kind of like um, it's kind of like half hot, half cold. And I actually did try that. I don't know if it was just like a mental thing, but, um, it worked. Um, so you don't have to like do anything crazy when you, um, when you wake up in the middle of the night, just, you know, get, get what you need to get done. Like go to the bathroom, don't eat, um, try to turn on as little lights as possible and then just go back to your step in the routine. Maybe you need a little bit more tea or maybe just a little bit of hot water. Maybe you need just a little bit of, um, a little bit of hot milk. That's like an old wives tale, but, um, there's actually the, the lactic enzymes, um, and the milk get activated, um, by heat and it turns them into like a sedative. So um, that could work. It's very soothing um, if you're not allergic to milk. Um, so you could just go back into the routine and, and read a book. Um, that's what I recommend. So basically for me, the most important thing is the electronics and not even just the phone. Like I used to 
watch TV to fall asleep and I would set a sleep timer. Um, it's not really good either because it's like stimulating, there's light, it gets bright, it gets loud, like the commercials get are louder than the actual show you're watching. So I don't do that anymore. Um, sometimes um, if I really need something to drone off to, I actually listen to a podcast and it's called sleep with me podcast and it's basically adult bedtime stories by this guy he has like a really just funny way of talking and he just talks around in circles and about nonsense and he's just kind of he kind of says like I'm here for you like if you're feeling lonely or whatever not like in a creepy way but just like um just someone who's there like talking to you to keep your mind occupied and keep your mind off of the worries of the day or the next day um so I recommend that sleep with me podcast and he has another podcast called game of drones which he just recaps old episodes of game of thrones in like a funny way and I sometimes I find myself giggling to like the things he says because he's just really funny and like it makes no sense so you only kind of you can only like you can really half listen to it and still fall asleep like it's a no like it's a it never fails me so um it works for some people some people it doesn't um there's other sleeping podcasts but that's one that I recommend and that works for me I listen to it like when I, before I moved in with Mr. Nurse, um, I was sleeping in a lonely bed. So I uh, would listen to that like almost every night. So, um, you know, and you can listen to it on your phone. You could download it and then put it on airplane mode so you don't get other disturbances like a random email. So when you're in a pinch, I recommend a Sleepy Time podcast. Um I think that's better than TV because at least it's just hearing and then eventually, for this is for me when I do it, eventually my earplugs will fall out of my ears completely and then I'm not listening to anything and I'm just sleeping on my own. <laughs> so, um, you know, I recommend, it's called um, Sleep With Me Podcast, the podcast, the podcast that puts you to sleep and um he says it, he has this like whole routine of things he says. He goes on little tangents. So I think it's really cute. Um, sometimes he like recaps Star Trek and or episodes of Doctor Who, which I don't watch, but I'll listen to it because it's like a mindless thing. So anything really mindless, I recommend because you want to keep your mind off of. Um, you know, all these things that are going on, all these stressors in our life. Um, a lot of people don't get enough sleep, so, and we think we can just function. Like, I used to think during exams week, like finals, I would just not sleep and study through the night, and I thought, like, yeah, I do my best studying and best writing of papers at night, which maybe it's true, but, um, like, I think the best paper I ever wrote was at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning. But, like, that was, like, how do you think I was the next day? You know, like, it's not productive and it's not healthy. And, um, you know, your body should be sleeping during 
when the sun isn't out, you know, you have circadian rhythms and your body wants to follow those. I'm sorry if you work nights, I've been there. Um, you have to do the best you can. So if you work nights, I would recommend sleeping um, as much as you can. Um, I used to commute really far to work, so I would always, like, I would hate waking up. Like, I would have to wake up, like, two hours before going. Um but I would try to unwind a little bit when I got home. Like, like if I was working the day shift, I don't go home, get home at eight o'clock and go right to sleep. Like I unwind a little bit, you know, so what I recommend for night shift is drinking a lot of water just for, you know, functionality and to definitely get a sleep mask. And if you really want to, it's not necessary if you have a sleep mask, but the night shades that can make the whole room completely dark. I know a lot of nurses that do that. Um, but now I work 3 to 11, and I have the problem of just being wide awake at 12 o'clock when I get home. So that's kind of why I, that's kind of how I started the um, getting in my routine. So. I had worked tonight, so now I'm brewing my tea, it's heating, the water's heating up, and I'm, you know, you make it a little ritual, you know, a little me time, and you get into the routine, and then eventually you look forward to going to sleep, and I always liked sleep, I just, I don't know why I'd avoid it sometimes, um, it was just one of those things, but now, and when I really can't sleep, I just think about try to think about try to pretend like it's the morning after like the next morning and your alarm is going off and you just want to sleep more just like put yourself in that mindset like you definitely want to sleep through that alarm um so sometimes I try to do that my dad also said he's a clinical psychologist he does hypnosis and all that he said a good way to go to sleep is trying to stay awake because that tires you out I haven't tried that it sounds like maybe it would work um you could try that um I would say like trying to stay awake like but not really doing much like reading a book like trying to stay awake reading a book I think that would tire out your eyes and your mind so maybe that's what he meant um so you could also try some kind of if you really have like insomnia like sleep problems um I don't really recommend like medication for that um I recommend maybe if you want to do a sleep study they could find out what's wrong with you and they could see if you have sleep apnea some people have sleep apnea who don't snore so you could find out if maybe you know, you didn't even know that you had a problem sleeping, but, um, you know, if you stop breathing in the middle of the night, you would never know if your partner never says you don't, if they say you never snore, like you could still stop breathing without snoring. So that just causes other problems. That just means you're not even getting into REM cycle of sleep, which is the deepest, um, the deepest state where you have dreams and, um, your body's really it's called rapid eye movement and your your mind is really like recharging in that stage and that's the necessary um state of sleep so people who don't get enough sleep they're not in REM for 
as long as they should be. So, but this is if you have like real problems with sleeping. Um, and if it's like this ongoing thing, or if you wake up in the middle of the night often, um, you know, something's going on. So I'd recommend talking to a professional about it. Um, Ambien is considered, like at my job, Ambien is considered a narcotic just because it's like, it's crazy. Like it may, it has these crazy side effects. I think we've all seen on the news, like people sleep driving and sleep eating. Um, I don't recommend doing that. Um, there's other ways you can try first. And we all learned in nursing school, like always do non-pharmacological interventions first and see if that works instead of just jumping to like a prescription sedative. Um, so what I said before, like lavender could work for you, aromatherapy, the tea, um, and some yoga, just like free, like freeing up some space in your mind, giving yourself permission to relax. Um, sometimes it's hard for people, people who work really hard at their job all day and then have to work really hard at home with their kids or with their family, making dinner and going shopping and doing all these errands. Like it's hard to turn off and unwind. So I definitely sympathize with people who work, you know, round the clock with who have kids. I don't have kids yet, but I can't even imagine what that's like, um, especially with the whole sleeping thing. I always hear parents say, like, we haven't slept in 10 years. Like, uh, you know, I, I just think there's ways that, you know, we can all, you know, everybody has 24 hours in a day, and it's just the way you use that time. And you have to put sleep as a priority because it is. Sleep is very, very important for your whole life and your body and you'll see that you'll function better with better sleep so now it's getting late I think my water's boiled so I'm gonna go brew my sleepy time bedtime tea so I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will be back next week with a topic that I haven't thought of yet. So I'll keep you posted on Instagram at Beauty and the Nurse. Um, today I posted my workout video and my stories. I'm going to add that to my IGTV. And that was something I just did randomly, like spur of the moment. I wasn't planning on doing it. I was just doing a, a workout with resistance bands and um I was like hey I should just film this while I'm while I'm doing this why not maybe it'll help somebody or maybe it'll motivate somebody so I did that um so you could go check it out there um be sure to subscribe and tell your friends and you know people you know and people you work with someone who you think would really like listening to something like this um you can always direct message me on recommendations for the show, what you want to hear about. I would love to hear from you guys. Also, I think next week I'm going to bring out the Dear Beauty segment where I take questions from listeners. If you enjoyed this episode of Beauty and the Nurse, be sure to subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening from and give a rating. I'd love to get some feedback and I hope you enjoyed. Bye.